0: Are right, you ready to start this shit? I think so. Like the it. actual shit? Maybe.
1: Give Matt half an hour.
0: Half an hour? Look I at mean, this. We're 17 minutes in and we're going to be starting this. We have to I have the
1: obligatory... I, I was saying half an hour for you to actually get
2: like through the <laughs> intro.
0: Oh, sure. I, I'll give you that one.
2: We got to have the obligatory, you know, wasting time at the beginning.
0: As they all do. <laughs> all podcasts do that thing. act like my two-year-old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got uh, Accidental Chaos saying, Hey, Neil,
2: drink. Again? <laughs> what for this time? When chat
0: says drink, you drink. Still waiting for uh, Nomad to jump in Shut here up. and say, Danny, drink. Shut up. Nomad, we summon you.
3: Welcome to This Week in MTG, with your hosts, Matt Olson, Danny Oakstead, and Big G.
0: Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 153 of This Week in MTG, your English source for all things Magic the Gathering. We are your hosts. I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? We got the return of the Big G. Hey, hey, I'm back, and then I'll be gone, and then I'll be back, and then I'll be back it's uh is that like a mary poppins kind of a thing something? yeah something like that you okay, know you're the mary poppins right i'm now. the mary poppins of this world right now then we got special guest neil yeah
2: hey, i'm neil How you feel
0: Ma- local magic friend of ours and stuff goes way back in my childhood and stuff so he's he's on the podcast to talk magic and shit so
2: fun fact i almost was on the start of the podcast but i chickened up. it's true it's true
0: it was on there when uh we picked it up fast out everybody people jb and uh danny
2: but i'm here now
0: (laughs) in on it so uh thank you all for deciding to join and listen to this podcast let's begin our episode by thanking you again for taking the time out of your day to listen to this but also we want to give a big thank you to our amazing patreons who think that this content is worth supporting monetarily so big thank yous to Wade 97 chapman mew the fox colin noah slade third string chapman Nikki, Nomad, Steve, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Bera, Chimera, KCB, and newest Patreon, Ernest D. Pew, 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 welcome pew, to pew, the pew, welcome pew, to pew. the uh, this weekend MTG Fam Army group. I don't even know what we
4: Patreons, tribe pictures for
0: yeah. A tribe. Yeah, uh, if uh, Ernest join the Discord if you haven't yet, or if you have, let me know. That way you can see our only feet pics. <laughs> I thought that was for Patreon. Yeah, he's a patron. Oh yeah, I suppose yeah, he's a patron. He gets he gets the right to see these feet picks.
1: Because of that, I feel like we have to
0: take one. No, we'll do it up, right Danny. You got sandals on. Yeah, and you got sandals on. Neil has shoes on. I got boots on.
2: Uh, the market is already saturated with my feet pics,
0: sir. So yeah, it would not be got... worth nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just toss it on, <laughs> lowering the cost of these as well, and then hopefully in. We can link your OnlyFans for beer drinking, uh, designated drinker services. Which one? I have several. Designated drinker services? Uh, Neil, e- Neil one, Neil two, Neil three. <laughs> Support all three of them, and I will be your designated drinker each time. Support the You know self- what?
4: Book me three times. We'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to all of you uh, patrons for doing that. We just had our drawing this last weekend, so a big uh thank you to oh man it was Steve Slade Maddie K who won the packs and Wade won the card. Ooh what he win? He won the Mystical Tutor. Ooh mm. nice. Chase uh, sing- signature Spell book. Nice version of Mystical Tutor there. And we've gotten, you know, some good thumbs up feedback on the themed boosters and cards for each month. So next month the theme is going to be Innistrad themed. So we're gonna choose from packs from Innistrad's history and we're gonna do Innistrad themed cards that are up in that price range of fifteen to twenty dollars. Cause if you become a patron, there's two drawings. Three dollar tier, you get put in for a drawing for those booster packs. At the at the uh ten dollar tier, you get put in for the card drawing between that's valued between like fifteen and twenty. And we're kinda of like bulking up some of those now, like putting a couple cards uh thematically wise that'll value between fifteen to twenty dollars. Last month, we had one person who was interested in that, hey. <laughs> at least in the poll, and show that they want they like the idea of getting the Book of Exalted Deeds and Tome of Legends. Back Joy.
1: to school.
0: Yep. It was very school theme there. I thought that was kind of a fun thing to try. So yeah, next month, Innistrad. So if you want to jump in on the Patreon and get part of that, jump in and do that uh we also have other ways that you can support us we have playmats only a handful left at the moment so hit us up on any social medias and say you want one they're 20 bucks each we'll send them out anywhere we've sent them to germany canada texas california uh even even danny if you live close enough he will hand deliver that shit right to you knock right on your door not quite
1: not quite i'm not that big of a creep i'll go to your local game store
0: he'll be wearing his sunday's best hopefully not his sunday's worst but sunday's best I thought he was gonna show up in the birthday suit. Oh, birthday suit, Danny. Is that what you're doing? Is that no, ch- the stipulation? It. No,
2: I can get jail time for that.
0: You'll show up in your OnlyFans suit.
2: Sure. He won't kick down your door and shoot your dog, but you know, he is committed though, but you know there's something are illegal. <laughs>
0: we want you yeah. to have these playmats. Hit us up. <laughs> um you can also check out J who has our playmats as well for sale. They're back behind the counter or maybe they're all sold out, because I just looked through the playmats there and I did not see them. They might be all sold out. Yeah, maybe. Because I know we didn't give him like a whole bunch, but we gave him enough. And it's been yeah. a while. So I got to hit him up and be like, hey, Josh, how did that turn out?
4: Well, and he just got back from uh con down in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Metacon. Yep.
0: He had some good pictures. He took some pictures with some Power Rangers beast morphers. I saw that. And I'm like, fucking rights." I do love me some Power Rangers, dear listeners that have been listening for a while. You know, I'm waiting for your Hasbro Wizards to make that Power Rangers secret lair. God damn it! Okay, it's in their wheelhouse. They've done. They they've, are,
4: they've done Street Fighter. Yeah, Power Rangers it has to be exactly.
0: Next. Where is Power Rangers
2: TG, TCG already? Come on now. Yeah, some they
4: some actually bitches. do. They, well, they have a TCG, but it's like a self-contained game.
0: Oh, uh, kind of like so. Yeah, it's so. not
4: really a TCG; it's just a card
0: kind of like what duels of the planeswalkers was for magic
4: uh, yeah kind of okay but i think it's just like physical
0: they don't have like a digital oh okay so.
2: i did not know that <laughs>
0: i did either but speaking of Dubs, let's hear an ad from them now
3: Dubs sports cards and gaming located in west acres mall in fargo is your one-stop shop for all your magic the gathering needs In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all. Amenket to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode.
0: But uh, thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, we're going to move over to the breakdown where we're going to lay out what's going to be happening in this week's episode. And then, uh, yeah. Let's, let's do that. Starting out with the Boggle <laughs> and the event results. Uh, had some pre-release fun this weekend. So I don't know if Danny and I want to talk about that in tandem here. But we, mm. didn't, we didn't get to play in an official event. We had our own little side event here. There you go. And then uh, Big G is going to about, talk about a modern 10K for the SEG Con Columbus. Move to the upcoming events involving No Modifiers Brawl League and the NRG Minneapolis coming up. Danny has a blog tag of returning sets. And then we're going to jump into the news section where we're going to talk about Judge Promos, Disney TCG, and a, and reminding you guys of that Kickstarter for uh, the Spark, Igniting the Spark, the MTG documentary. From there, move over to the Conjured Currency section where we talk about magic finance and prices and stuff like that. And then move to a Thoughtcast. And from there, we'll end the podcast and you all can go home. But they're already home. I love that you're, like, picking it up sarcastically so Danny doesn't have to. <laughs> We've now shifted who does the, the rest of that joke there.
2: Yep. <laughs> and for the record, the thought cast is spelled
0: T-H-O-U-G-H-T,
2: not, not, like, my thought cast, which will be later on this
0: evening. <laughs> Am I missing the shtick there? The joke?
2: Thought cast?
0: Oh, that thought! Thought, womp womp. I'm not up to. The, I'm not up to with the, the kids lingo. I guess. Dude, <laughs> oh, you've got a kid. You got to catch up, dude. <laughs> I, I don't think he's used the word thought yet.
1: <laughs> you're the same age as this guy over here.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
4: Jesus. No, no, no. I am technically a
0: month older. Anyway,
2: you're still technically the same age. <laughs> Th- thought has been the terminology around for a while too. Yet, I know, but I
0: don't think about that <laughs> terminology. It's always thought. Thinking, not thought, like booty shaking. (laughs) True.
4: (sighs) All right, what do you guys got for the pre-release stuff? Because the salt side of things for me is, unfortunately, it was a great weekend to go and play Magic. I was stuck in the house all weekend teaching a toddler how to use the toilet. You, sir, are a hero. Well, my wife helped. My wife did most of it. (laughs) I mainly just watched the, the younger of the two,
0: so holding holding little baby big g there and just drinking a beer like no
4: in in all seriousness though like we're almost there
0: like kids
4: two and a half and almost has the potty stuff down so it's freaking
0: awesome if you're gonna have a little side uh, uh can i have a little aside here real quick about potty training casper when he was growing up and stuff so he's a boy. <laughs> he's not a girl. This week in potty training, one throw, of the first throw Cheerios t- in the no, thing. we didn't do that. He, we had his own little potty toilet. But when he started to use the big boy toilets, little guy, uh, one time he's like, I got this by myself. And we, you know, we tell him to lift up both lids of the seat, not not fully grasping the concept to like fully lift them up. So he's holding them, and he's not tall <laughs> enough. Puts his little, kid, <laughs> and then all he he manages to let it slip. And fucking thing lands on his on his his little kid yep, junk. Yep. and we're outside the door because he's like, I, I can do this, and, it's, ah! and we're like, it was it was a bad day. Ouch! It was a bad day. So be lucky you don't have to worry about that. But poor Casper, man, oh I'm gonna worry about
4: it in about two years.
0: Well, she's not I gonna be dropping a toilet out. lid on her she, dick. But, <laughs> but I've got a little son, one, oh, dude. Yeah, he said <laughs> two years, two years, two years. Yeah, worry about that. Make sure he understands to push the whole thing up. Let me tell you, since then, he does that. But, oh, my God, the scream. And it's like when we fully realized I crossed my legs because I felt that. Like, as soon as we realized what happened, that, oh, poor little guy. So, pot, potty training. Yep, there we go. All right, pre-release, what do you guys got? So, unfortunately, on Sunday, the two-headed giant pre-release did not fire off at J-Dubs. What? Yeah, there wasn't enough teams there. So, uh, Danny... Preston and I, we each bought a pre release pack. We came here, we made our sealed games, and we played uh, round robin with each other and stuff there. Danny played against Preston first game, kicked Preston's butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had this, uh, you had Abzan? Uh, what was Green, it? Green, black, white? Yes. Yes. H- h- How would you beat Preston there?
1: Um, with, uh, what's her name? Ah, uh, the creature with First Strike, Vigilance, and Lifelink. Danitha? There we go. Yep. And then with Heirloom. Yeah. Attached to her so she had Trample and Haste. And, well, yeah, I, I
0: just...
2: And then is flying. <laughs> yeah, no flying.
0: No, didn't need it. Preston didn't have any creatures coming down there. Yeah,
2: basically, I just waited for him to... What's he going to do? Not everything. he's travel right through you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, yeah, was, I can't
2: remember exactly what I had on board. Brutal. What's he going to do, try to take your life out? You got life, Link. <laughs>
0: yeah, he did not do a good job there. <laughs> Game two, I played against him, and I almost got milled out. He yeah, you and, got lucky. Yeah, I got stupid lucky there as well, too. So that moss beard Giant or whatever, it's a seven mana, seven, seven. When it ETBs, you gain five life. Yep. I uh I was down. I kept getting beat. Like I I I was not doing well. I milled myself like an extra six cards because I got the Urborg lurgoif and I kicked it so that way I can like fill some stuff up in my graveyard to hopefully recur back. But anyways, that was early on in the game, so I'm like running out of cards a lot sooner than what he is. And I dropped this seven seven that gains you five life, gained five life, and I was at like four or whatever. So I'm now at nine. Then I take a couple more hits. I drop some more creatures. The thing dies. He because Preston kills it and I was able to return it back with this uh, single black sorcery and it, can, it has kicker of uh, green one. You return a creature from a graveyard to your hand, gain two life, and if you kicked it, you get to return another permanent from a graveyard to your hand. So I brought that guy back, cast him again, gain another five life, got me up to like seven at this point because I was down there and started to stabilize because I had the Frexian sleeper guy that drew me a card... <laughs> which also ate away my deck a lot faster, making me lose life. And then I was able to drop down, because I opened up a Defiler of Vigor, that Frexian guy. It's a 6-6 oh, okay. six, six Trampler. And I was just able to like swing out. I had two cards left by the time I killed him. What was he playing with? He had a green-white deck.
2: Not a bad deck. No, it did was... You no know
0: lifelink or it, what? Uh, no, he didn't get any Lifelinker cards, but it was very aggressive. Like, again, I would have lost if I did not have that uh, that giant there that gained me 10 life over that yeah. game there. The fact that I just hung on to the skin of my teeth. Stupid luck. <laughs> and then I played Danny last and I clapped his cheeks very readily.
2: Mm-hmm. Weird. Green White usually has Life Link in it.
0: Yeah, he didn't He didn't get any of the... Uh, he didn't get any Life Link cards in there. He had... His, his thing was like Green White tokens. He had that 4-drop uh, defender when it ETBs. You make up 1-1 one, one bird equal to the number of defenders that you had. But uh, he wasn't. He didn't draw his defenders right away, so he just, like, dropped it. And soon, he, then he just started swinging with, like, value 4, drop 4, 4 creatures with, like, trample and stuff. So he got, like, a good beat strategy there. He just didn't have, like, the, the life gain or the way to, like, remove permanence
2: easily. The cards just didn't fall his way. They
0: did not. I really thought he was going to win there. And Danny was, I don't know, Danny, would you agree you thought he was going to win there? I, I wasn't paying attention. Okay, well, the way it was going, I really thought I was not going to win that one. <laughs>
2: I've been playing with the green white deck on Arena, uh, uh, spirits. I pretty much took the classic rune deck and uh, yeah, that's out of standard now. It's the cool rune cards, but I now you can and And yeah, all the spirits are still in standard, so that's what I've been running with in standard.
0: It, that uh, that ascendant spirit, not ascendant spirit. The the two drop one,
2: the really big one is the four drop one. This uh, two white and two colorless, and it's. Uh, every time you drop an enchantment you get a one one or a, a spirit token that's XX equal to the amount of spirit tokens you have. Okay. So it grows, you know, bigger and bigger each spirit you get. Get yourself a
0: big big there.
2: Yeah. But it, you know, it's from the most of my cards from the Komajawi set on that one. That is a good set. I yeah. do love
0: Kamigawa as for cards.
2: Yeah, I'm pronouncing that wrong, but yeah, that was the, the cool set with all the light effects on the on the on the game, so that's one I stick with for now. See what the new set bring. I I'm not too impressed with the Dominaria or whatever the new one was. A lot of defender cards in the draft I got. Maybe I just got a bad draft.
0: Defender is a real archetype and stuff in there. Like that that bird thing like people are talking about online like that's like the the mythic common and stuff in the set right now.
2: Oh, I definitely got the artifact creature who is a two drop and you pay two and target defender defender creature Uh, Loses Defender and um, Attacks. Based on its toughness, it deals combat damage. So that's a really broken ability, but at the same time, just wasn't hitting in the draft I was playing. So I think the algorithm was really effing me over that day or something. I don't know. (laughs) I was just losing really hard that whole day.
0: I don't know. I do got one more sugar report. I just want to highlight real quick. I played. Here, I played some EDH last night with Danny and Barra on the Discord.
4: Oh yeah, if you guys didn't figure out, obviously I was a little busy. I yeah. saw that you you summoned me. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> uh, Danny was saying, yeah, around nine o'clock, he said he'd be available and stuff. So we did that. And we I figured. Well, by that I time, think we I worded it. That already. would
4: be the most like the yeah, most likely was. to happen. Oh okay, but
0: anyways, but yeah. So played with Barra. Danny was playing his Hugs deck. Barrow was playing his. Gog. Why am I drawing a blank here? Moldrotha. No, he wasn't playing Moldrotha.
1: Thought he was. No. Because he played Gav the second game. Gave was the second game.
0: Oh, fuck. What was the first one? Do you remember colors? Anything? Uh, it was green and black. It wasn't Marin. Barrow, I'm so sorry, man. But uh, he was going to be winning on his next turn, anyways. So uh, I was playing Verena. game one. Yeah, game one. I was playing Verena. Game. God damn it. Anyways, I, I, the thing that the, the thing that matters is like uh, he was going to be winning on his turn. Danny was playing his Hugs deck and uh, was able. To, he Danny like cast Second Sunrise to return everything back that was put there to the graveyard. I'm playing Zombie, so I like sack my board some more, mill some more cards because I had stitcher supplier. Yep. And all on Danny's turn, because it went uh, it went. Barra, myself, Danny, and it was on Danny's turn that this all happened. And I was able to... Uh, I was able to sacrifice... Uh, brought back Grey Merchant of Asphodel for like 19 the first time. <laughs> and then still on Danny's turn with effects to sack it and bring it back into play, I was able to do it for like 18... And then I had Bolus's Citadel, Sack him, oh, permanence, and uh, killed. Nice. So all in Danny's turn. And Barra said it's a good thing he did that because he had, um, he had the win con next turn. Yeah, okay. yeah, he had infinite combo with because c- it was bl- black, white. What did he play Gavi for? Gavi the first time then maybe because it was like black. Uh, he had Pitiless Plunderer and a. Th- uh, chatterfang and stuff and that would be infinite uh tokens and stuff there and infinite treasure and then he had a way to like cycle through and win the game so i did this all instant speed killed them both on my turn there you go or on danny's turn so well sick
1: and you're welcome and then i won the next game with rith
0: (laughs) he did he officially clapped cheeks because he brought rith out of like a long ass hiatus Mm at a boy
4: all right well let's talk about some modern 10k results from Columbus, so this was the Sunday event for y'all. All right, so first, the metagame breakdown. Murktide Regent decks, 10.77% of the decks, or 14 decks total. Burn took up 12 decks, taking 9.23%. Hammer Time taking a 9.2 with 12 decks as well. And then 4 or 5 color Omnath taking up 6.92, and that's 9 decks total. First place was in the Azorius Control deck. And I'm looking over real quick. Uh, Some of the newer goodies in this one would have been March of the Otherworldly Light. It's got dressed down in there. It's got Soaring City. Those would be some of the newer cards
0: in the deck. The thing here is the meta shift of having Subtlety's main board. Yeah. uh, The control players are uh, they're, they're putting that that one in there for
4: hey and I dig it I've, I've been sitting on a place of those for a little while hoping they'd go up anyway second place is it murktide. Tide um, so this one as far as is it Merc decks we've talked about there really isn't anything different too different not honestly other than maybe a shift of numbers but that about covers that and then Five color elementals, which it is actually an an actual elementals deck and not just saying it's elementals and just having one or two Omnaths in it. Not clickbait? Yep. Yep. So, you know, it's got the Risen Reefs in there. It's got Endurance. It's got Voice of Resurgence and many, many more um, elementals. The
0: one of that's really cool. The Lightning skeletal man.
4: Well, and then the other one of. I mean, Omnath locus of the roll, but yeah. you haven't seen those hitting the hitting the stuff too much. Um, but then the ephemerates that kind of get those ETB effects. And then the sideboard has a little bit of, hey, we're going to fuck with your shit a little bit more. Oh, so surgical extractions, uh, engineered explosives, shells of the voids, all that kind of fun stuff for you there. And... Fourth place is Zorius Midrange, which is a Yorion deck. So it's got Giant Killer, uh, Thranian Inspector. Oh, this is an interesting one. I don't think I've seen this one. But it's got four ephemerates, so it's working on the ETBs for things like Sun Titan, Solitude, uh, Ranger Captain of Eos, Wall of Omens... That kind of stuff. Sweet. Yeah, that's actually a pretty decent one. This is playing a
0: single copy of Elspeth Resplendent. I know. Interesting. Yeah, it puts plus one counter and then like a a keyword counter on a thing, and then you can look at, for the neg three, you look at the top some amount of cards of your library and you can put one into the battlefield there. Yeah.
4: All right, but let's break down now. The most played card, so number one, is Lightning Bolt coming in with 168 copies, 42% of the deck's, Expressive Iteration, 109 copies, 22% of the decks. Regavan, Nimble, Pilfer, 108, 21% of the decks, and Counterspell, 108, but it's in 22% of the decks. Now, if Danny was paying attention, he can tell me what was the number one creature that was played. Regavan. Hey, there you go. I'm also uh, looking at the site. Oh, damn you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's actually... He's
4: actually paying attention, which is weird. Yeah, he's one, a... he's listening to us, too. He's following along. Holy... Yeah, here, here. Are you dying?
0: Here, I thought he was on his bejeweled. Slowly
1: but surely.
4: Like, are you (laughs) dying within the next six
1: months or something? (laughs) I'll tell you after the seventh.
4: (laughs) 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 All right, but solitude number two, top creatures, seventy-three copies, fifteen percent of the decks. Dragons rage channeler, sixty-nine noise. Yeah, there we go. We got to cue that up a little bit better.
0: Okay. Okay. Ready. Rewind. No.
4: 69 copies. Nice voice. <laughs> Way to fuck that up, Danny. Dick. All right. And then Endurance, 67 copies, 26% of the decks. And the top spells number one is Lightning Bolt. Number two is Expressive Iteration. Number three is Counterspell with all those same facts from above. And number four, Unholy Heat, 100 copies, 21% of the decks.
0: No Counterspell on that list? Counterspell no. was. It was number three. Oh. I do want to say here: Did you guys see the top ten? Cre- the tenth top creature? It's fucking goblin guide. Oh yeah, goblin Guide's coming back a little bit. Yeah, this was. This feels like a very meta call, or maybe because it's a big paper event, everybody likes to bring burn. And I just wanted to highlight the fact that burn was the second because burn is cheap. It's cheap. It's As effective. It does what it does. Burn's it's working re- right now, and it's really hard to go up
4: against a lot of the times unless you're playing early game control. It's really hard to fuck with there, especially when they get a get a good roll in
0: uh i think the highest burn was eighth place by stefan Dykman. but i mean
4: here's the thing you're not always gonna go up against burn even if it has a good percentage of the meta and the hard part on this on the meta game breakdown with uh channel fireball is the fact that Uh, mcg goldfish sorry goldfish is some of the stuff it might be named different but it falls it could still fall under murktide yeah
0: type of stuff. We've covered this before. We've been bamboozled by a title
4: of a a deck. (laughs) Oh, look, it's not... What the fuck? This isn't an elemental deck. What the hell? All right. But let's jump into... First, we're going to talk about the big event, and then we're going to talk about our close to home and the Discord event coming up. All right. So for those of you in the (laughs) North Dakota or Minnesota area... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On September 24th and 25th, we've got NRG Series Minneapolis Trial Weekend. So, Saturday, you will have a 10K trial for Modern. Sunday, you will have a 5K trial for Pioneer. And then they will also have some Commander events happening throughout. But as we get closer, because I... Nope, I'll be here after this one. So, I'll have the boys reporting on this one. But right now, those are the only two events they have fully listed but it's a it's a pretty common thing that commander will probably be getting played as well as probably some drafting stuff happening at the event as well are either you guys going to try to get to
0: this one i would like to i know we i say that all the time but boy you know the that, scheduling and shit is, you want to know the
4: downside of this one what's that this would be one i could probably convince my wife to let me go to if I wasn't already in Indianapolis that weekend. Uh, it's wamp-wamp. my yearly trip to Indianapolis. So gotcha gotcha. But entry fees for these events, $60 a piece. But I'm sure there's a way for you to figure out how to get to both. Um they have up upper limit of three hundred players um for the registration at the cap. So, so I'm,
1: th- I'm I'm looking at the website, it's actually fifty dollars for Pioneer.
4: Oh, it said thirty dollars on what I was looking at.
1: Yeah, so sixty dollars. So this is if you're just new individuals. So it's sixty dollars plus five fifty eight for modern, oh. and then Pioneer is fifty dollars plus four seventy four.
4: Alrighty then. Well, there we go. Thanks, Danny.
0: Yeah, no problem. People love energy events and stuff. There They're a really lot of cool. People talking about, they recently have uh, worked with the Dive Down for a while now. Uh, for like the last month or whatever. So oh, cool. Dive down podcast is kind of sponsored by NRG, not kinda is. So
2: So dive on down into that podcast.
0: Yeah. They're good. You want you want good like modern talk? They are the people to be listening to, uh not sponsored by them or anything. Their podcasts or contents their content is stuff I, I, I like to listen to and would recommend.
4: Alright, and now I feel like I need to muster up a voice for this one. Over here on our lovely little Discord community, the Card Father No Modifier is back at it again wanting to host a Fall Brawl League. You have until the eighth of September this Thursday to sign up on our Discord to be in the Fall Brawl League tab. Alright, so anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> The Card, okay.
4: The Card Father.
0: I did that there. I'm thinking it's like Nomad. He's an old school magic player, so like card fa- card father seems well, can, like a good. Well, name and for him.
4: considering on his card that he made back in my day, I know <laughs> if, if it's, it's
0: just in the flavor text, I'm like, yes, Nomad is now the card father.
4: But uh, so we, I mean, guys, you can speak up to this too. We had a lot of fun with the brawl league, and I believe actually it's going to be same criteria, just yep, it's just friendly brawl, brawl. So, friendly brawl, hundred card. So you'll, you'll have a, basically, you'll have a set number of days to, well, you'll have a whole week to kind of get through your stuff. Um, actually, you have the whole time to get through your stuff and basically just call out, hey, Matt, I got to play you. Um, Danny, I got to play you still. Let's set up a time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm probably still going to run my same Historic Brawl deck, maybe add a few things to it.
1: I I'm running the same thing. I added like two different cards.
4: Well, and I mean, there's been some new cards that I would want to throw in there, so. Yeah. I'm running a red blue
0: deck, but I'm not in the tournament. You we'll gotta get, get in, in, in the, tur- the tournament. Join. you get free shit. It's free to enter we because got packs. You,
4: know, you know the weird thing is I can't win a pack. He can't win a pack. Neither can he, and neither can no modifier. That's the agreement we came to. We just want to play.
0: Yes, hey. uh, I I do got some uh, extra things here that Nomad and I have been talking about of like these secret tickets that get. Oh yes, for. yes, yes, yes. So by joining, you get like entries into our wheel of names that we spend for the Patreons and stuff. Yeah. So you get entries doing that and get different things for there. So uh, one is, uh, I, I'll just I'll just say this right now: you get you get an entry for beating Danny with a blue. Uh, if you beat Danny with uh, a commander deck that has blue in it, beautiful. Okay. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. You get an entry if you beat <laughs> Danny with a blue deck. That's just wonderful. Doesn't have to be a mono blue deck, but That's there fine. has to be blue in the deck. That's fine. I'm beating Nomad cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Nomad's gonna have like so many bad cat memories now. Like he fucking <laughs> fucking hates Christian's cat deck because that slapped him the other time, right? Nomad did. Nomad who who won that one? I don't remember. Well, I Nomad could... gives Christian shit about his cat deck. I think it's so.
4: more so just the fact that he gives him shit about the cats. But because... there we go. We
0: got two two cat decks going against Nomad. That's wonderful. Yeah.
4: If you beat Nomad with a cat deck. He's hated
1: my cat deck since we played him in Historic.
4: What other secret
0: menu items are there? Uh, apparently, uh, th- this is a thought here, and I guess maybe we'll get a live reaction from both of you, but Nomad thinks that us three should have a couple ticks to give out to someone who does something clever or makes us laugh or just had an awesome game or whatever. Kinda I'm down thing. for that. Okay. I'm going to be very stern. You got to make me laugh
4: i have a funny feeling there there should be uh there should be like a bigger bigger ticket winning if you can beat all three this week in mtg hosts Ooh.
0: okay i don't see why not i mean might as well anyway it. join the discord jump into this shit we're hyped for it. we got packs. We got shit from last time. That was going to be for the new Capenna oh, yeah. league. That we still got. I'll throw in Matt's double up Master's box. He will <laughs> not? I'm sorry, guys. I can't. He didn't hear that. If hey, we get, hey, if wait, we get, are just throwing that in for you and I, right? How about this? How about okay. this? If the we get packs right, if we get yeah. 120 people to join in on this brawl league by Thursday, 120. You set up 60. I'll set up 60. Sounds good. Throw, <laughs> join the Discord. but seriously you got to join in on this
4: yeah dude it it was a fun time like i even though like it was a smaller turnout the first time we did it it was still a lot of fun because fuck we even sat here and just played each other we're like all right let's go Mm -hmm. oh fuck i lost okay cool let's move on with (laughs) our lives
2: you know what maybe i will join in on it because you know what i'm gonna be blunt here mtg arena you need to do more with your brawl i mean
4: Oh man, don't they, get Danny really, started.
2: Don't get Danny started. Brawl is such a great aspect, but brawl is
1: five. No problems with brawl. They just
4: but do, you have they problems. Do you have with problems it. with arena. Uh,
2: that's more watsy
1: than their idiotic, their idiocracy.
4: Hey, what do you got for the blog talk?
1: Ah, uh, so yeah, we got a blog talk this week. Finally, um, finally one that actually caught my eye. That was actually worth reading. That wasn't the same question fourteen thousand different times.
4: When's the reserve list going mean When's the reserve list going Exactly, away?
1: basically. Um, Or, why, why is Alchemy bullshit oh, yeah. set? Because it is. Um, anyway, we go to 22bibu. They asked, Is Plane Chase the only one you feel has a reasonable chance of returning out of Plane Chase, Alchemy, Conspiracy, and Battle Bond. These are all four sets. That were pretty fun to play.
0: Multiplayer sets. Multiplayer, yeah. yes. And super cool, super fun.
1: I guess I never played Conspiracy. I think I've bought one or two boxes I dra- of Conspiracy. I did a draft
4: of it, and it was pretty cool. It is. Like,
1: game, yeah, that's, yeah, like a buy a box and yep. just have a draft with your friends.
0: Uh, Conspiracy, for those that don't know, that's where it had like draft matter cards. Like, It would do things like you draft this face up or yep. like uh, note how many uh, of them and stuff. So, there's... Yep.
1: It was definitely a very unset kind of draft.
0: Battle Bond was like kind of the first... That was uh, the two-headed. Com- yeah, that was yep. two-headed based yep. where it was kind of going for, like, the big, lulzy, big power kind of spells, and mm-hmm. there's a lot yep. of cool things in there. Uh, Arch Enemy.
1: That was that five-person
0: game, nope. wasn't it?
4: Four. 3v1.
0: Yep. I thought it was four versus one. 3v1. Nope. 3v1. Oh. Uh, they had a box, uh, Arch Enemy Nickel Bolas, that came out during Amonkhet. Yep. And they have its own... The Arch Enemy gets, like, a deck of its own, like, five, 10, 15 cards or yep. whatever.
4: supplemental things, so, like... You, it'll be untap upkeep and then you flip an arch enemy card and it could be something like you get two to- zero one plant tokens for each creature your opponents control. Yeah. Type or it of does thing.
0: it, it, it the, the cards are typically supposed to uh, favor the arch enemy because yep. it's one V three. And then I feel people know planes chase, but that's the one where you have a deck of cards and you, go through them as you go through them they give the board like everybody different stat boosts yep. different card effects mm-hmm. and stuff so like. it
4: could be beneficial to one deck could be detrimental to another
0: yeah Yep. There's just ones that i can think of off the top of my head there's like the zephyr mage uh zephyr maze that gives flying creatures plus two plus oh and non-flying creatures neg to nego yep and things like that so just overall things and we've played them all and mm-hmm uh, Arch Enemy and planes chase super fun formats to play.
1: Mindy, you can get planes chase for your phone for free. and yeah, it really. has all the cards. Danny does
0: that. We use his a lot. Honestly, two out of
4: these four, the one I would want to see back is battle bond.
1: Hmm. Oh, so uh, go, go
0: go into Morrow's uh ranking here then, because cut off just yep. to oh, give a yep. description so, of what each one was. So, so this is this is
1: Morrow's report. I uh, response. My order of most likely to come back to least to come back is. First, we have whoop. which is just because of EDH. Yeah, it's um, a good
0: thing just to like add in to Spice yep. Up a Game. Right, and exactly. Easy. Like Danny said, you can get the app on your phone.
1: Exactly. Uh, then we have Arch Enemy. Then we go to Conspiracy. And last but not least, Battle Bond. Uh, I thought for sure uh, Battle Bond would be number two. Well, I thought it would be a little bit further up there, but I mean, at Cause, the same time. Because I think Conspiracy is the weakest of all of them.
0: I was more surprised that Arch Enemy was the one that took the number two spot out of those. Thinking about it, because it's like, sure, yeah, Planes Chase seems like the easy slam dunk. You got so many different content creators yeah. that are specifically talking about uh, Planes Chase and stuff. Actually, the Commander, yeah. Commander Cookout guys they talk about how they always throw in like uh, Planes Chase in their in their games.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I take that back. Arch Enemy should be number number four. Battle Bond number two.
0: I'm fine with Arch Enemy. I enjoy Arch Enemy, but I mean, Ooh, which one's number one? Planes Chase. Planes Chase. Planes chase. That's oh, of course. the one. That that's the would, best one. Well, yeah, most likely see comeback. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, which yeah. would be cool. I'd like to get new you planes get chase go cards. Go right? on any planes, and this plane gives you random plane gives you like advantages, but you can roll off of that plane. Like yep. heck, yeah, yep. that's a fun format.
0: It's super cool, and we saw some planes, uh, planes on planes chase cards first before we went to those planes. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm. And that's a cool like
0: Exelon was one of them, wasn't it? That we yeah. saw first there, was it? I, I thought it was. So. Uh, I was thinking, uh, or was
1: it a, in the last set of Planes Chase?
0: I'm pretty sure there's like some sort of trivia on there. So, yeah, uh, if right. you want to look that up, I'll maybe see.
2: Planes has got to be the funniest when you're trying to when a planes advantage is one player to really heavily, and everybody else is just trying to roll off that planes because otherwise that guy's gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: always the fun, the, the most fun one. It's like use up all your mana, roll off this plane, roll yeah. off this plane.
1: Matt loves it when I get, like, four annihilators and no one else gets it. Oh,
4: yeah, geez. that fucking
0: uh, Hedron whatever thing. When you uh, roll a Chaos, you make a... Uh, Annihilator. Annihilator what? four. <laughs>
4: well, <laughs> hey, Homeslice, you're actually
0: up next for the news, dude. Oh, am I? Oh, yeah. yeah Look at that. Dude. So over in yeah, the news dude. section, Dominar United releases this week on the 9th worldwide. But uh quick reminder to those in the APAC and Latin America regions... You guys are going to be affected by the release a little differently. You got delays going on. China will be receiving their Dominar United bundles and Commander decks in early October. Australia's Jumpstart packs will be available in late September. Latin America will have one-week delays on their products and pre-release. Events have been pushed back uh, to September 22nd due to these delays. So full article down in the description below.
1: Uh, So moving along, we go to the Judge promos. Um, so here's some quick news for for you. The Judge Academy, which is the educational community for Magic: The Gathering judges and the sources to use um, and the source to use to become an official Magic judge, showed off their quarter four promos. So we have Anime Dead and Perforos, God of the Forge. Animate Dead is done with an old board treatment with alternative art, and Perforos is done in alternative art, and both of them are sick. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's that. Now we go to Garrett.
4: Oh, cool. Well, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, TCG, Flesh and Blood, Digimon, TGG, TCG, and whatever anime TCG is called these times, Neopets. Wait, what's that? Neopets? Oh, it isn't in print anymore. Well, shit, anyway. Well, don't be swindled by a guy on eBay for the past 16 years, then.
0: You've been swindled by a
4: guy. No, you have been. I didn't write this up. I I didn't do the Neopets thing, man. You got swindled for the last 16 years. Don't try to put your swindles on me.
0: Yeah, fun fact uh, it was only around for three years. It got discontinued in 2006. My little
4: sister did do the Neopets thing, and then she jumped over to Club Penguin. Ah, was the other one.
0: Neopets is still up and around. Maddie, she plays it on occasion. Oh, nice. Yeah. But the TCG, done. Because that was actual physical cards.
4: All right. Anyway, sorry. There's a new TCG that will be joining these giants back in the la- latter half of 2023. What TCG, you may ask? Well, that's right. Disney doesn't have enough going on, so they've got to make their own TCG. And it'll be called Disney Loracana. A family... F- and I probably said that wrong.
0: I, I thought it was just Loracana because there's no A after the R there. So, oh, yeah. Loracana?
4: Yeah, anyway. It is a family-friendly collectible TCG produced by Ravensburger, and they are a company that made and maintained the Disney-themed board games like Disney Villainous. And quote from the Polygon article, the collectible game will include a modern storybook art style, said the North American head of games Cassidy Wiener.
1: Warner. Warner?
0: Well, I mean, because it's not an A, it wouldn't be Warner. Anyway. It's Werner. Werner. Ver, maybe it's a Wiener. V, maybe it's V. It's a hard V. It's German. Werner. 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 Or Wiener. Anyway. Pretty sure it's Werner. <laughs> the Global Games
4: Don't creative director <laughs> said slippery. that it is inspired by a storybook opening of classic Disney films, features visible line work, and vibrant color washes, and mixes both traditional hand-drawn and qualities of fairy tale stories with the new digital techniques scrolling so that way i can keep reading it is stated that this is going to be a multi-year series of releases they hope players will join Ravensburger on it is also mentioned that in the article that uh lorikana won't be as high in competitive level because they still want people to have fun but it will be a strategy card game yeah, uh, how long until there's a pro tour for this is the <laughs> real
0: question. The, the, the funny thing about this is, is throughout this article, they mentioned Magic the Gathering a couple times, and that was one of the things here. They're like, Magic the Gathering is like a competitive TCG. We see that. We're not going to be that level of competitive. Is like It is Paraphrasing Bullshit. how they're going to be. And stuff. The,
4: Disney is a greedy, greedy company. Please don't smite us because yeah, we, we know you can be. hear us.
0: They can hear everything. The mouse knows all. Uh-huh. Hey. Oh shit, he's here! I mean, uh, but before I say a tangent just, off, you just
1: have Preston call in real quick.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Preston's good with his fucking Mickey Mouse.
4: Anyway, but it's they're they're gonna see that money coming from the competitive scene, and they're gonna try to get into it. Yeah, eventually. I mean, yeah, eventually. I
0: mean, what, what's gonna stop them from trying to like do things with? you know lgs's and stuff already be like hey we want to have uh lorikana wednesdays or whatever and stuff where there's like our standard events where people can just take but here's the and
4: here's what i want to know how many like thinking about our lgs's
0: how many of like are rich and josh gonna pick up on? josh it? is to, josh is totally gonna pick up on it he already has a bunch he has the uh he has those anime ones like the um Sword Art Online, Seven Deadly Sins, and stuff like that. But like he, he, so he, he has them, those. He has them, but is he going to do events? Yes, because they have small events for the um, like no, My I'm, Hero Academia. I'm talking, I'm talking for Dis, the Disney. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he done it, he's done it for like My Hero Academia, which is a smaller one. And I think he's totally gonna, at least going to give it a shot. I don't know yeah. for like Paradox or Little Big Wars. Little Big Wars, they're more in like miniatures than great yeah. games. They do more drafting and stuff there. Uh, maybe Steve will pick it up and have it on his shelves uh, hosting events. But Paradox probably also just have it on the shelves. They're more like strictly Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! T- or Magic and stuff there. Where yeah. Josh, I for sure, he's going to have it on the shelves. I imagine yeah. he's going to at least maybe give it a shot. And Who so knows? this is the thing we were talking earlier about of – how much you think Disney is going to succeed at something like this?
2: I don't think they're coming from Magic the Gathering, but they're definitely going to make money on this. I mean, you think of the cost of cardstock—is like what uh, a couple bucks, a few bucks per page of cardstock. But then, like, you buy it in bulk, so like you get like uh, a few bucks on the ream. Like, let's say they pre- price their cards the same as Magic the Gathering—like a ten-dollar card. That's going to buy them a couple of reams of of cards. You know they're going to make yeah. a profit.
0: Yeah, they they build on the same like hype what Magic got. So it's like ah, uh, their version of a Liliana of the Veil is going to get printed, and so people buy the packs a lot yeah. more because of that. So
1: since this is Disney, they're
0: most likely me targeting the sub thirteen year olds. They do, fam- they do. They do. They emphasize family friendly yeah. TCG. So, here, so
1: they're 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 gonna. If anything, this is actually gonna help wizards, um, because it's gonna get kids into the TCG games <clears throat> as little kids, so five year olds, are but gonna start this, this. That's more kid friendly. Like, hey, there's there's Disney characters that they recognize. Well, it's the same thing as like a any sort of like box game. Oh, like, Dead of Winter or Edred Horror. It's, like, those are all TCG games, technically. They're just not trading cards. It's just one of those things, like, it's just going to get them into the the format of trading card games. So it's just a stepping stone for magic.
0: That is an interesting thing to think about, because I didn't even think of that. Yeah, this is going to give, you know, people that might not have been introduced to a TCG or CCG at all and like get a foot into this realm of then but going to board games or D&D or jumping over to magic. That's I don't the
4: mean. hard thing I have there is I feel like a lot of the people that Disney might be trying to target with this as far as the younger sub 13s mm-hmm. already playing things like Pokemon
0: and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Pokemon's a big one. Yeah. I think the big thing is, like, how often are you going to go to uh, a Target, I feel like, is a good example. uh, Kids at a Target with their mom or dad, and they're like, I want to buy a pack of cards. And on the wall is going to be Disney Lurcana or Pokemon. Like, what's going to be, like, I I can see, like, more stingy people that, like, Pokemon, some people have, like, a a negative uh feeling behind it because i feel pokemon like that's gone. So i feel like that's gone away a lot you though. say that i but feel like it has th- i have to believe that there's still some schmucks out there that are like pokemon is the devil's animals or something like that i mean so yeah. is so is magic like that's the whole satanic panic shit and stuff with that. But, uh, like
2: that does that's just we were talking about this earlier but there is something new that we didn't think about like the new players like are going to recognize Disney characters over like Liliana or Jace, like who to the new, to the five-year-old who the heck is Jill Liliana or Jace, but they recognize Mickey Mouse or
0: even going to like, maybe like r- looking at Pokemon. Cause I feel Pokemon is probably more, uh, referenceable of yeah. what like is household name wise. If you're going to look at like, Elsa, Sleeping White, Sleeping Beauty, and like they they know like a whole line of like Disney princesses and characters. But most people, if they look at Pokemon, it's like oh, they know Pikachu and Charizard or like Mewtwo.
4: But at the same time, right? you just listed some, you know, Sleeping Beauty, all that. How many of these younger kids are gonna know the more classic like Disney characters? Like, I guarantee guarantee. Yeah, you- they're,
1: they're not gonna know the Snow Whites, but- the Sleeping exactly. Cinderellas, the Sleeping Beauties. Because Uh, they
4: haven't been in newer stuff. The newest thing that some of those Disney princesses have been in is Wreck-It Ralph uh, uh, Wrecks wrecks the Internet. Yep. Mm -hmm. Of which maybe, like, if they're interested enough, they go, wait, what's that princess from? And they go watch it, but then it's not the same art style, which throws a lot of kids off.
0: Right. Well, maybe we're just thinking of this backwards. Instead of starting with, like, maybe they'll have, like, a couple of the classic ones in there, but then they're going to have, like... Uh, oh, they're the, probably the Princess start and the with, Frog. They're like, going to have Frozen. Like the yep. first set is just going to be uh, Frozen, Tangled, and oh. shit
4: like that. Oh, it probably won't even be Tangled. It'll be Moana. Oh, Frozen. There we go. Probably in Yeah, Kanto. Yep, Kanto's in Kanto. Nice Kanto. Uh, It's
2: Disney. They're going to find a way to make it mediocre, and with a little bit of offense to Disney.
0: <laughs> I think. I think. I don't know. Like, I'm. I'm Neil always Neil doesn't
4: up. speak for this week in MTG. Please, <laughs> Disney, don't hurt us. <laughs> yeah, Please get out of here. But no, it's, it's an interesting to think, thing to think about is which way are they going to lean? Are they going to try to have a good mashup of the old and the new? Or are they going to strictly go for the new out of the gate and then introduce the old type of stuff? But if they're gearing this to be family friendly, how are you going to get the parents as well as the kids to want to play? Because you'll have the parents more leaning towards, oh, cool. I remember watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, cool. I have all of the all seven dwarves. They all do something, yada yada yada.
0: But my I wife, don't know. my wife and I, we were talking. Each dwarf gets plus one,
1: plus one for each other dwarf that you have. <laughs> Wait, that's a card in Magic.
0: Yep. If they do something like that, but um, with with my wife and I, we were talking earlier. Neil was here for this as well. We were talking like the old, uh, the 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 Disney fan in our age and older and stuff. She was mentioning the fact of like are they going to be wanting to collect cards or would they rather just be collecting like the Disney memorabilia and stuff? So like getting the older people to for the collecting collectible portion of TCGs there.
2: Yeah, I think what it's going to boil down here is what the Disney nerds want. The Disney nerds, I don't know, they're hard to gauge kind of. They just want stuff.
0: Yeah, and I feel like... That's cool. I think that would be like if if Disney at some point jumps on like the Secret Lair bandwagon kind of thing where they make like lo- uh, exclusive whatever their version of a secret lair is going to be. Like, if you go to Disneyland, <laughs> that's where you can only pick up this Disney secret lair, like of the Cinderella castle. The one, OG Which princesses. isn't going to be
4: around anymore.
0: It's not? Dude, you haven't seen this shit? No, I haven't. No, we're
4: on Disney, so it's not really a side tangent. They're apparently tearing down Cinderella's castle. Are they rebuilding
0: it? Is it it a? I haven't <laughs> seen. I haven't
4: seen anything <laughs> be announced other than it's getting torn down in 2023, I think. Or the latter part of 2022. But what I was holding my nose for, the reminder, or are they going to kind of gear this a little bit more towards... So have you seen the ads for, what is it, uh, Disney Mirrorverse, the mobile game? Is it going to be something like that? Or is it going to be something like Kingdom Hearts? So where they did
0: work in a lot of stuff, but then it kind of
4: made its own intricate story. That's a
0: very solid part with Kingdom Hearts. They had Kingdom Hearts had its own, like... Uh, rechain of memories i think was the card version the card game version did it yeah dude oh. where you would like collect cards you'd be using them to like in an actual like combat and stuff and they'd be oh. cycling through it was very interesting rechain of memories a Mew, uh, a amu uh, you're listening to this he knows way more about this because he would come over and he would be playing that. i'd be watching him uh play that huh. Interesting. It was really good kingdom hearts yeah. didn't even didn't even cross my mind kingdom hearts and disney and stuff here how would that work because that's like square enix for the yeah so the i Sora
4: but kids. it's it's how are they going to go about doing this card game are they are they going to lean as far as the the game like they've talked about the art style and everything but
0: the gameplay how are they going to lean it that way there, there's one more sentence on this that you should probably oh, read. sorry that help out here <laughs> It's not going to help too much. It's but not going to help out too it's gonna much. Prep, you're right. Prep, but.
4: And honestly, I'm more excited about other stuff at uh, D23 Expo happening on September 9th. I'm I'm more excited for the Marvel news. Yep. Yep. From that shit. Are they gonna work
0: Marvel in? Are they gonna fucking work Star Wars in? What are they gonna do? They got all this stuff I at know. their hands. I feel I don't know. I feel like the way that they're making this sound at first, like in the article, they're talking. It's, about, it's just
4: gonna be like the fairy tale creatures and everything. So
0: yeah, they're starting off there, but what's again, you know, gonna stop them from doing? Wait a
4: like, minute, Magic did this already,
0: and they're doing it again. And they're doing it again. <laughs> yeah. So they've done this twice before. Disney does it once. Money. So if we can think about this, like few years ago is when Throne of Eldraine came out. It takes a while to build a game and uh, a TCG and get the cards out to print. They've been talking in the article here that they've had these cards in their hand and stuff. So maybe at the time Throne of Eldraine came out, they're like, oh, fairy tales? We're Disney. We fucking own fairy tales, bitch. Let's make the TCG on this.
4: Random other side tangent, Disney related. Okay. Did you guys see... The uh, blood and honey trailer?
0: Are you talking about? That's not. Is that? That's not Disney official. That's public domain shit. It's there. public domain, but, but it's not Disney. Anymore. Oh, it, the Winnie the Pooh. The is Winnie always. the Pooh horror <laughs> okay, movie. Okay, they that, released a trailer. It did. <laughs> they did. They yeah, did. Yeah, it's on the uh, internet. I'm gonna watch that, dude. So we talked. We think, talked a while about this. Was one. this on the podcast? Yeah. yeah. Was it actually on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we talked about it on the podcast, and the, there's a trailer out. I fucking love.
4: Because Winnie the Pooh just wanted the, the public domain. Yes. Well, every like all of the hundred acres characters went into public domain except for Tigger. Yep. What? Yeah, yeah Tigger. T- I think he got it was either he got made later or it's because well he he was he made his own. He had his own movie. He
1: had his own movie. Um, and he had a, he, I think he had a couple different ones. Well, so I know, he, I know he had the Tigger movie. I thought there's yeah. Tigger two.
4: Was there? Uh, Chris, why he had?
1: I, Chris, Roy, he had a couple? Well, but yeah, he, way, he's there's
4: some weird thing where he's like two years behind the public domain.
2: So wait, is he in the zombie? No, no. Oh well, how can they have
4: Winnie the Pooh zombies
2: without
0: zombie Tigger? They just didn't because they. <laughs> it's some weird thing. Uh, Winnie the Pooh universe, the, except for Tigger's character, which is still copyright protected, meaning anyone. Uh, so this is the from SlashFilm.com meaning anyone can take the essence of the characters and transform them into anything they deem fit as long as it's the original. And then this just talks about that. Yeah, it just mentions that Tigger cannot be. He's still under copyright protection. Oh, huh, weird. Weird. Oh, so, oh, so now this was another thing that's been popped up here. So Disney has a deal with Hasbro to make toys. They make Star Wars toys and things like that. Here is Disney making a TCG. What are the chances? Like we've already, people have joked about this for a while now that Disney's going to like pick up Hasbro and have Hasbro just be part of them. Is this going to be like one of those other connecting joints? It's like, hey, we're gearing up to when we have a TCG market now in Disney when we acquire Hasbro, which then has WotC in it. Then we're just going to like plug and play, and make it nice and smooth of a transition for having our own in-house way to do something like that. That's something that's been mentioned and talked about. And but at the same time, why, brains, why would
4: you? Why would you want to? If your plan is to acquire Hasbro, which has WOTC, which is Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, and a few other things, why would you try to make your own competition, which we've talked about now already, that completely different markets. So, you know, Magic's people our age and above. And then this is meant to be family-friendly, so, you know, sub-13 plus parents. mm mm-hmm. Okay. So why would you try to make a competing game? Is it really competing, though?
0: Like you just said, it, one's family-friendly and one is not.
4: But at the same time, think about it. Think about what I'm doing. Think about, what I'm sure, what you've tried doing. We're trying to teach our kids how to play Magic. We're gearing up to teach our kids how to play Magic.
0: Right. And, but if your kid showed any form of interest, like, oh, Moana is a thing, then would you not like click at that point? Like, okay, maybe what I can do is... like show getting into yeah. this Disney TCG. And that's the thing is
4: you know talking to Danny's point of like it's a gateway to get to the other TCGs. I feel like there are already other ones but at the same time this is maybe going to get those this this sub is sub 13 year olds. This is I guess this is
1: kind of sexist but this isn't get the, the little girls to play cards.
4: Yes, we're we're Where most
1: little like maybe girls that are, I guess, my daughter's age, yeah, who's eleven, not really gonna play card game like that.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna show them, like, like I think maybe in an in a hierarchy of like. More cutesy stuff. Watsy has some cutesy stuff, but I don't yeah. think it's cutesy enough to like attract a certain, yeah, uh, the you know, like the the the, the girly. The girly. They, they they, they s- made My Little Pony cards. Come they on. did. They did. But yeah, that
1: was in a secret Disney layer. Could that be a was whole. wasn't even a secret layer. But that was, it was no. It has-con. was a
4: Hascon exclusive, oh. just like the Transformers ones. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but no, you're right. It's it's gonna appeal to a, a different part of the audience. Yeah as much
0: as Um, as much as we like to you know like be like hey you can play anything you want kind of a thing um like let let people know it's like it's not like gender based like magic is not just a guy thing and like we already know in the magic community everyone's just like oh this guy and stuff it's like yeah there's chicks and stuff in here as well too that fucking that fucking play but yeah yeah the the fact that it's like this could be like the tee up for more people of you know.
1: It was just the stereotype of us, like, our age, growing up in high school or elementary, like, oh, girls don't play card games. Like, that was just a boy... Like, the nerdy stuff was yeah. for the boys. But then
4: as as things are changing, it's... no, oh, yeah. Boys, boys can be in ballet and no, all that stuff, I, and it's more socially acceptable mm-hmm. now. So maybe it's... I think maybe if that's what they're trying to do is gear this towards, hey, let's get, you know, let's get the younger gals to... Start playing card games. Yeah, most of those younger gals that are would be interested in card games are already playing Pokemon. They're playing you. True. Games. Yeah. They might have started playing Magic of one way or another. Yep. Because of their dad, their older brother, their uncle, whatever. But I don't know.
1: Well, Pokemon, you starts with the with the video game. Yeah. And then go cards like, oh, this is a card game. Yeah, let's get it and play it.
4: Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. What kind of stuff comes out of the preview this weekend? So
2: yeah, but I kind of got to question Disney and their ability to judge who they're appealing to because they've come out with a lot of flops lately. You know what I'm saying?
4: Which flops are you talking about?
2: Well, because like that, for instance, all the Disney Marvel when they Marvel acquired okay, starting with when they when they acquired Star Wars, and they really botched Star Wars. And then they acquired a bunch of Marvel stuff, and then a lot of people just haven't been happy with the newer stuff. They've been flopping out on, on Disney Plus. Okay, oh, you're you're talking movies rather than
1: games. But at the well, same time, he brings wait, up. A good I, point. I get that,
2: but it's just a matter of do, do they know who they're appealing to, or are they just trying whatever the heck they, they can.
1: They're going for money. Yeah. yeah,
2: they've been money grabbing for the last ten years. Yeah, they want, well, and, and it just it feels like it's prolific and it reduces the quality. But at the well, same, yeah. So
4: the star speaking on the Star Wars stuff. How dare you, sir? The TV shows are wonderful. <laughs> the movies... <laughs> eh, eh, eh. Eh, eh. They have some good stuff. They have some bad stuff, just like the prequels did. I'm Man. sure they will age better. At
1: least they're not HBO and watching a complete series.
0: <laughs> True. Yeah, no, a point. True. Danny does not speak for everybody here at this weekend.
1: Teaching. <laughs> have you not seen Game of Thrones last season?
0: I have not watched Game of Thrones. I've watched like then, a handful of then episodes. Then you have no way. say in I what i don't I don't have no say in this. I am not a movie or a TV show junkie. So, I I... Yield the discussion to y'all three because when, you do this. When way you long. base
1: a series off of a book series and you just completely wing the last season to close out the series, you have no reason to do a series based off a book.
4: But you know how you know why they did that, right? Yeah, because it hasn't been written. Well no, the other reason. Now it will never be written because uh what is what is uh George Martin? R. R. Martin? Martin had to deal with the devil. Now that the story's finished. He doesn't have to write it because technically he didn't finish it. He advised on it. True. Fun fact, there is a whole video on that about how the devil comes to claim Martin's soul. And it's <laughs> like, the story is finished. <laughs> but then. I didn't write it. But then Martin just whips out the contract and he's like, uh, but see, now I don't technically have to complete it. And you've tried to kill me. Now I have your powers. And he becomes the devil. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Oh god. Saiten, have you watched the Lord of the Rings? No, not yet. On Amazon?
4: I have I have been working my way through suits right now, actually. I, because I heard I it think my wife's one.
1: watched that like four times. Suits or
4: Suits. Yeah, it I hear it's a good one. I like it so far. I'm still yeah, in season one. I did not
0: watch that. I am on the last the last episode of Psych for my like fifth time. There you go.
2: There <laughs> you go. I'm watching Justice League over and over again. It's a good show. Yeah, it is. Oh.
0: oh. I really want to get and watch uh Invincible Next. Oh damn. I, have, I haven't on that I have one. not watched that, but I've seen like the clips and stuff for it and the memes and I'm like, this seems like something up my alley. I gotta you, watch it. We you got Amazon Prime it. and stuff. You would so. love it. But yeah, hey,
4: why don't you talk about that Kickstarter here?
0: Oh, oh, we're moving on from Disney talk. Okay. Yep. Uh Mickey, you can leave us the fuck alone now. <laughs> So this is just a quick reminder that... Uh
4: What'd you say, bitch?
0: (laughs) Fuck (laughs) you. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck! (laughs) Uh, This is a quick reminder that there's a Magic Gathering documentary called Igniting the Spark. It's a feature-length documentary exploring Magic's 30-year history and transformation from a simple card game into a pop culture juggernaut this could be a very good thing to like compare and contrast when this thing fully comes out to the Disney card game and like see the, the ethos of magic compared to what like Disney can do. But anyways, we're going back to Disney here. Fuck off mouse. Uh, right now they're, they got uh, eight days to go. They need to get $60,000 for their goal. They're at 52,000. And, uh, they got a bunch of awesome, awesome stuff here that is getting made. There's a bunch of artists that are making special cards and play mats, and different. Uh, they got a whole variety of people that they're uh, interviewed, like Richard Garfield, uh, Peter Atkinson, Lisa Stevens, Gavin Very, Mark Rosewater, artists like uh, Steve Argyle and Scott Fisher, and pros like uh, Brian Kibler, Reed Duke, and of course they got the pro- uh, they got the professor and stuff on there. So, See, that's the
4: that's the fun part as far as, like, looking at those and seeing, like, some of the internet personalities, which really right now, like, strictly internet personalities on there is just the professor. I mean, yeah.
0: re- redo, or, like, I don't know, the last three I'd say definitely have an internet persona now. Like, Brian Kibler is, like, the...
4: But I am strictly talking, like, because prof... Hasn't yeah. been a pro tour. Yeah. You just know him as player. a YouTuber. You know him so. as a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting that they didn't get like any of the other guys on there.
0: Yeah, kinda surprised. Maybe that's gonna be a thing, like where they actually talk to like Josh Lee Kwai and Jimmy Wong, maybe. Like I would imagine they would be the maybe. next ones. Wait. Or maybe no.
4: post. I was about to say, why isn't Posty on that list? Post needs to get on this now. Because, because he post... hasn't been
1: playing for very long. No, he hasn't. But he Post just is... really loves the fucking oh, game. Oh no, I, I, awesome. I, yeah, he loves the game, but I mean like he's only been playing for like what a year?
0: But Post Malone is now like the uh the poster two child. Years, actually. Two years. Yep. The poster child of Magic the Gathering. Wait, okay. Have you seen
4: that new trailer? Can we talk about that new trailer for a second? Yes. Okay. So,
0: Give a quick synopsis for our listeners. Real uh, quick.
4: So long story short, uh, Posty shows up to a house and like a lot like uh, uh Jesus.
0: They have the command zone crew there. Yep. Jimmy Wong, Josh Lee Kwai, uh, Lady Danger, Ashlyn Rose. They also have uh, Becca, Becca Scotts.
4: Yep. So they they have these people here. And they're they're playing magic on a Friday night, which is awesome because I think especially for a lot of us after during COVID after COVID that's how we played we played with our friends yes. more mm-hmm. than anything. But this is an official Wizards of the Coast promo. Uh, shit, you're gonna talk about the solo cups? They're fucking drinking like, like I and I get it. We've already established the difference between Wizards of the, or Magic the Gathering and like a Disney product, whereas it's going to be geared more towards adults anyway but how many local game stores allow booze not Zero. many not many if any
0: if we're going to be honest josh at j dubs has talked about possibly getting some taps down there he's looking at licensing and stuff so what we'll well, about that j dubs i know don't worry <laughs> you have to have a license for it but
4: that's, but, but yeah, that's go, the yeah. whole thing is if you're trying to promote like promote and grow there's even if we're just strictly taking, yes, you are a little human being. You are a child out of the equation. This is thirteen plus. It's a thirteen plus game. There are still so thirteen to twenty <laughs> year olds who cannot drink. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm aware. Cannot. I didn't say don't. Okay. I'm not. I'm not under that realization that. We here at this weekend
0: MTG do not contone underage drinking. Yeah, no but, drinking and driving. But we too. do
4: not drink and drive. But we also aren't yeah. oblivious enough to not know that Ooh. some thirteen to twenty year olds drink. Yes. Anyway, but it's it's really funny that that's in there, and in, they're gearing it more towards an at home environment versus a LGS environment. Yes. In and an LGS, it's just LGS. What's that mean? Local game store.
2: <laughs> nice
4: but so it's weird that it's like hey friday night magic which for now and forever for people who've been playing for uh we'll go eight plus years fuck we'll go five plus years on this one even you hear fnm you hear friday night magic you hear okay cool i'm going to the local game store to play to play with friends Something. and yeah. with yeah.
0: people i don't know a lot of LGSs, they do like their Friday Night Magic course, like they do standard or modern. But then yeah. they have side tables for people to play Commander and whatever opposing format that's not getting played at the FMN. Exactly. Level. It's like so it's showing up
4: It's weird that they they gear like, and I get the fact that it's like, oh, we got all the big names for us going right now. We got Posty. We got the Command Zone Squad. <laughs> nice. Um, I get that. That's what you're gearing it. You know, you're you're roping those people in, going, "Hey, we've got these these big names in the magic community now, and we've got the this big name Post Malone, who isn't one hundred percent ingrained, we'll say right now, yeah, but he's drawn people in because yes. if Posty does it, it must be cool, yeah. So, but why are they leaning it towards an at-home environment versus at the game store?
0: I feel this falls back there.
4: They're, I'm that's more
1: I'm guessing it's because it's commander, because it's also not really. If you're playing commander, you're not usually you're not going to a store to play commander with your friends. You can go to someone's one yeah. of their friends' houses.
0: As but, was previously mentioned, if you're going to a home, you can drink. If you're going to an LGS, there's not going to be alcohol, alcohol there. Alone. But
4: then if you're and if you're tagging Friday Night Magic on it, that you think modern, you think pioneer, you think standard. And I also think they're still going off of
1: more of the. COVID restrictions. Which I where get where yeah. everyone's like, hey, I still want to play Magic, so like, hey, whose house are we gonna go to this Friday to play Magic?
4: But and and I get that up in, in the Midwest now we like it we it's a thing. We have a bubble. Yep. That we kind of things don't necessarily affect us as much, or if they did, then they go away quicker. Yep.
1: Type of thing. A little dense population.
4: Yeah, so we do have a less dense population, so you know, restrictions for us got lifted and have been more lenient than mm-hmm. other places in the country and in the world. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who uh, knows? I'm going to be real with
2: you. 90% of the pe- over 90% of the people who play at home also play at local game stores.
1: Oh, I'm not I'm not saying they don't, but I'm just saying when it comes to commander,
4: yeah. You're usually going to be at someone's house. It's true. True. But it at the same time, this like it's a it's a Magic the Gathering promo, and and
1: I think they're all like, hey, it's a party, at someone's house, let's go play. They all have magic cards.
4: So they're like, hey, it's a party to play magic. It's cool that, to do it. But then it, again, it's another thing. It's yep. like, why are why are you this thirteen plus game? Why are you why are you doing your advertisement the way you're doing it? True, type true. Type of a thing, but I don't know. I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm gonna put a, a live tweet out there. I want I want everybody to share this with everyone, please. We are curious. When you play magic in any form, do you include alcohol or not? Do you drink beer, mixed drinks, as you're playing? And then, uh, why or why not? What time I was playing at the well. Don't local.
2: put
4: the why or why not. Just because right. you've only
2: got two choices. I was playing what? at the local game shop once, and I snuck in a bottle of alcohol in my pocket, and I was over 21 at the time, so it was legal. Yep. And. uh my For you buddy, to drink,
1: probably not possess
2: it. Well, my buddy who was playing with me saw me taking the sip out of the bottle, and and was getting all worried about it, and called the judge over from the place we were playing at. It, the judge came over. And he's like explained the whole thing, explained the whole thing in detail, how I had a bottle and I was drinking alcohol. He's like, I don't care. As is not getting drunk. Too drunk and obnoxious, where we have to call the cops on them.
4: Hell, that judge is probably sitting there looking and you go, "Motherfucker, where's mine?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I got to deal with stupid
2: questions he, he like did this. He gives you that look, like, "Where's my shot, bro?" <laughs> if, if, we're,
0: if we're gonna be honest, I've definitely been playing at Friday Night Magic a few times, and there's been people coming in like college age kids with their Powerade bottles. Oh, that are like oh, yeah, yeah I, Powerade. I think
1: the, I remember the last time I went to a free release. One of the guys I was playing with
0: was Three
1: Sheets the Wind drinking from his Gatorade bottle, <laughs> misplaying the entire game.
0: I think I
4: know the guy you're fucking talking about yep. because I'm pretty sure I've played him at an FNM. Was this
0: yep. the guy that was playing the Lantern Control deck? Because I played against him and he was Blitz playing Lantern Control. And that was so t- fun. It was, it was like him pre-COVID him. time? Pre-COVID time, Oh, yes. God, yes. Because it was, I think it was, you and it. I talked about it after. Did we? It was one of those Be- nights? Okay. Because,
4: well, it was one of those, you had played him the week before the week I played him. And I'm just sitting here like, and I think I came and talked to you. I was like, Dude, fucking Christ, I don't care if you're slow playing or shit. God damn, when you're drunk as a fucking skunk, (laughs) come on. Yeah, him and his buddy were
1: both drinking from the Gatorade bottles.
4: I was like, fuck. Yeah, there's always
1: a couple players. I'll Drain. was the
2: last time I played. There's always a couple players that smell like alcohol in a tournament, but they're not even the worst smelly players there somehow. Explain I mean, that to me. That's,
4: <laughs> that's a fair, fair point. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> not all local game stores have implemented a hygiene rule. Yeah. They, or they or sufficient
1: <laughs> uh, 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 freaking HVAC. Hey, it, uh, but, 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 circulation of air.
0: With, but with it, the alcohol portion of this thing, like how often... I don't know. I don't think there's been a time that I haven't played Magic and I'm not drinking alcohol. Well, I'm not an alcoholic, but I just like to drink. Well, when when, was, when was the last hey.
1: time we did a podcast with
0: alcohol hey. without Today. alcohol? Today wasn't hey. asking you, sir. I was asking Call that <laughs> big, big check on your achievement list there, BG. Right? That's only <laughs> because he can't drink alcohol. No. Danny and I, I don't. I'm think
4: choosing we'd... not to for a month thank you sir (laughs) your your discipline is way better than
0: ours (laughs) (laughs) cheers to that cheers to that here's one for garrett two for garrett i'm drinking water but yes like so they're they're showcasing the fact that i don't know casual drinking with magic is a thing and i don't know you you like follow listen to any content creator you got like you got the prof that talks about like drinking as well with their uh, when, when he's playing magic or having like uh whatever uh whiskey and stuff you have you have specific edh podcasts like you got the wizard staff they t- there's like the commanders uh commanders brew no commanders brew they just they occasionally talk about having alcohol but they don't drink but there's like a bunch of ones that incorporate alcohol and stuff with their content us included and stuff <laughs> But here's
4: the other thing. You bring that up. Content creators. Command Zone doesn't do that. Yeah. So, it, like, yeah. it baffles me that they would be wanting to be a part of that. Isn't Lady Danger sponsored by uh, Voodoo Brewing? I think so, but...
0: Um, there, there's some, there, there's one a, of, a few.
4: There's it's a couple of... It's
1: Thalia Voodoo. Okay. Oh,
0: okay, there we go. Is, is Lady Danger sponsored? I don't think so, I but, don't know but most of them, like... I
4: think about I Hate Your Deck. They generally have some kind of alcoholic beverage because I know one of the first times I saw Posty play on that versus Command Zone, he's like, he's sitting here just cracking the the spiked Arnie Palmer's left and right and Prof's got his whiskey drink and mm-hmm. everything. And, like, generally speaking, they have drinks on that one. A few of the other ones, they have drinks. But, but aren't those, on those shows, are they 18 plus? I'd have to look into that,
1: honestly. So, I believe when it comes to that, I'm pretty
4: sure you have to be eighteen plus. But then the weird thing, well, and this could be because of the all the big change and everything.
0: We have one official vote so far. Sweet. Uh, no alcohol when they play magic.
4: But maybe things have changed now with the whole um, like separation of the original. I hate your deck crew. And then all of the Michael David Lynch drama that had happened where a lot. Now he has more Patreons coming on and they're younger Patreons. So like 13, 14 year olds coming and playing.
0: But yeah. Accidental chaos is saying that I hate your deck is not 18 plus. But that's weird because then I've seen them drink
4: boot. Well, maybe it isn't now,
0: but it might have used to have been. I don't know. Okay. Because they'd have stuff on there. I do feel I do feel like a lot of the time there's always some form of discussion of having not not maybe not incorporating alcohol with your gameplay but it's like after you play magic you go to the bar you talk about your magic and you just hang out there it's like it, magic is a catalyst to just be around people and somehow alcohol gets involved with you, this you mean the gathering the gathering Don't part. The gathering, yeah, the <laughs> gathering part, and that's one of the things. Uh, if we're going to be honest here, if we're going to be talking about that whole shtick of where people are like, "Ah, oh, the Magic needs to support their LGSs because Magic's about the gathering. Get off of the esports stuff." Like, here it is. Like, is this the is this the the face of the gathering portion? Are we including alcohol uh, like casual alcohol consumption along with Magic? It's the weird thing.
4: Like, is alcohol taboo anymore? Is it not? Who knows? Like. A lot of stuff when we were growing up that was taboo. Drugs, alcohol, seeing boobs, (laughs) seeing blood, anything, like on TV shows even. It used to be super taboo. Now, Jesus Christ, some of my wife's second graders come in talking about shit that
0: you would not believe. Yup. If we're going to be honest here, Little little sign tantrum on kids talking about shit. Have you heard about the back rooms? (laughs) My son loves the backrooms, and apparently it's this whole uh, uh, fictional story of this alternate dimension where you fall into these backrooms that go around to nowhere, and there's this big like spaghetti monster that's trying to kill you as you're doing it. And that's a thing that fucking kids know of and are like curious about. And there's kids that are like believing so much that oh my god, this spaghetti monster thing is gonna be. We can look at the whole fucking um, let's stay settlement. off. Let's yeah. let's stay off the rewind, black web. Rewind, magic and alcohol. Let's let's, let's get right. mad out of
4: this rabbit hole. You know what? The perfect segue is you spend money on magic, you spend money on booze. Let's talk about how we spend money on magic. Well, that's a good segue. Right? <laughs> Jeez, I hope this. I hope the
0: mics pick that up. Oh, it, it does. The mics do pick those up. Damn. Yeah. But yes, Big G, thank you so much for that segue there. <laughs> I would have never thought we would have gotten to a point of like, Looking at all this, we went from like Disney to talking about alcohol and magic and yeah. uh, shit like that. The weird things that come up on this podcast. So, uh, contract currency section now, as we're over in here, we cover the finances of notable cards and their price trends. The resource that we use for this is the amazing website, mtgstocks.com, who comes out with a weekly winner's article that goes over three to five cards of note that are moving up in price and three to five cards that are moving down in price. The Weekly Winner article drops on Friday. We record on Monday. So if there's any price differences between then and now, we will let you know. So let's jump on into it. Surprisingly, because I had a long weekend, I actually did not. I forgot to read this article this last week because I'm like, I'm doing a bunch of other shit. So we're do we're we're, we're experiencing this together at the same time. Fuck it. Time. We're doing it live. So I apologize for the amount of stumbling that's probably going to happen here. First off, in the weekly winners, we have a card from Homelands, printed once, is on the reserve list, Fairy Noble. It is green 2 for a flying 1-2 Fairy Creature. Other Fairies you control get plus 0, plus 1. And then it has tap. Other Fairy Creatures you control get plus 1, plus 0 until end of turn. Uh, Legal and Vintage Commander and Legacy. Legacy. And it jumped up 63% on Friday and was at $3.61. And today, market price, $3.25. Average price, $3.99. European average, €2.27. This card from Homeland's reserve list is moving up uh, due to a card called Ivy Glean Spell Thief. It's a blue-green 2-1 fairy rogue flying when a player casts a spell that targets only a single creature other than ivy you may copy that spell the copy targets ivy so uh we can see so the article says i can see already see you wondering what makes this card special and why people would want to play it it's not particularly a good card but remember in commander it does not necessarily need to be uh, restriction for cards being played the fact that this creature is a fairy is good enough because of ivy uh, the new Fairy Rogue may spike a new interest into the tribe. So along with Fairy Noble, you have Willow Priestess, which is also moving up a price that's mentioned in the article here. It is also from Homelands. It is also on the reserve list. It reads, Green Green 2, Fairy Druid 2-2. Two, two. Tap, you may put a Fairy Permanent card from your hand onto the battlefield. Oh, shit. And uh, 2 in a green. Target green creature gains protection from black until end of turn. Also very good shit. That Wait, there's up.
2: a green-white card that says you can you um, you can you copy a spell? Isn't that usually blue-red?
0: Yeah, uh, green-blue is what this one is. The Ivy Gleeful Spell Thief that just came out in Dominaria here. Oh,
2: blue, yep, yep. Yeah, and the
0: thing is, that's whenever a player casts a spell that targets only a single creature other than Ivy. So if you do, uh, they cast a spell that target, like an opponent casts a spell that targets them, that's like uh, Aura that buffs up their guy. Just Ivy makes... makes it as well
2: blue green all the better
0: yes it, it, it moves into a different facet oh fun fact here's a plug for chai style uh at chai style gaming on twitter and their podcast conviction gaming they're brewing with conviction they were talking about this card and some things that you could do with it so i uh, highly recommend you check them out tight so uh willow priestess just being fairy themed tribal they're moving up in price this one is now like at seven dollars and because of that, Fairy Tribe being a possible theme here, you're going to see Fairy Cards move up. Next up, we have Astral Dragon. Blue Blue 6 for a dragon, a flying 4-4 four, four dragon with pro- Project Image. When Astral Dragon enters the battlefield, create two tokens that are copies of target non-creature permanent, except there are 3-3 dragon creatures in addition to their other types, and they have flying. This card moved up 25% on Friday and was at $5.66. Today, Monday, average price of $5.56, market price $5.36. This is only printed in the Commander for Baldur's Gate uh, pre-con deck, the the Draconic Descent or whatever, and it has uh, EA version, which is going for an average price of $6.31 as of today. Now this card, moving up in price, it got very popular in the Miram Sentinel Worms, which is the Teamer 66 Dragon that makes copies of dragons and stuff. But now with Dominaria, some more notable cards that work well with it being a dragon is things like the Elder Dragon War, which is a saga Rith Liberated Primeval, Nea 55 Dragon. Riz of the Claw, which is a Rakdos Dragon Matters, a Warlock, and then you got two-headed Hellkite being, like, things that go uh, that pair well with this. Uh, they also have the new Dragon Commander Planeswalker Stiv- Civ- Civitri Civitry Dragon Master, which is black-blue-two for loyalty until your next turn. It doesn't even show the fucking text of it, and it's all blurry. Until your next turn, creatures can't attack you or planeswalkers you control unless their controller pays two life for each of their those creatures. Neg 3, search your library for a dragon card. Reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle your library. Neg 7, destroy all non-dragon creatures. So that card is helping... Move this up in price. And then just dragons in general is what it seems like. They mentioned Hellkite Tyrant is moving up because dragons fit in the interest of people as well. Hellkite Tyrant is now at almost $12 average price. Speaking of dragons, we have Kluth Unrivaled Ancient for green, red, five for a 4 4 legendary creature dragon with flying in haste. When Kluth attacks, add at X mana in any combination. Of colors where X is the total power of attacking creatures. Spend this mana only to cast spells. Spend this mana only to cast spells. Okay. So just not even activated abilities. Um, until end of turn, you don't lose this mana as steps and phases end. It jumped up 74% on Friday and was at 2798. Today you got market price of 2421 foils going for 25. European average of 854. This one is part of the commander decks as well from the commander and it. Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, and it does have a EA printing that's almost fifty dollars. Jesus fuck. Yeah, yeah. Makes me almost want to crack open that. uh... (laughs) Oh, the EAs remember you can only pull in uh, set boosters. That's all I buy, sucker. Yeah, that's some money. Other than collectors, every now and then. I think you
4: can get them in collectors too.
0: That you can commander EAs
4: money. Basically, I'm saying I don't buy
0: draft boosters. Unless I'm drafting. So mm-hmm. So the dragon is popular because of making mana and stuff. And talking about mana and stuff in the article here the, uh, of, of things to do with legendaries and mana. You have Joda, Joda the Unifier, which came out in Dominary United. It's 5-5. Five five, legend creatures you control get plus, S, plus, plus X plus X, where X is the number of legendary creatures you control. And then it gives legendary Cascade. So attacking with cloth and then using the mana to cast extra legendary creatures seems pretty good. Quotes also nice dragon decks often have lots of legendary creatures. So Joda specifically very nice. We got accidentally cool saying that they have cloth in their dragon deck. So that card is moving up in price, man. Get hyped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got an EA version extended art. If you do, that's like 50 bucks.
2: Yeah, so you put that card with uh, that god that gives legendary creatures vigilance and that Companion that is five colors, and you pretty much have half your deck right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Commander Jenga the decks as well. Yep, and that's it for the weekly winners. Big G, all
4: right. So now we've got the cheap pickups, and first and foremost, thanks to the MTG, MTG stocks premium penny stocks feature, we've got our one that's bottomed out but is starting to show a consistent upward trend, and that is. Realms Uncharted out of Rise of the Eldrazi. So that is sitting at five dollars nine cents and it is moving up. And as of today, market is five twenty seven, averages five twenty-five. So there you go. Make sure if you aren't on their premium page, at least go and look at their weekly winners article. And they generally speaking have at least one that is moving up because of that feature. It's really cool. Got to spend money to make money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Now on cheap pickups, we've got Olivia Crimson Bride. This is the standard version, so it's not the EA. It's not the alternate art or anything like that. It is the standard. You can get it pretty much the probably the most readily. It is sitting at $6.08. It's slowly trending down. And then the last one is Thrumming Stone, and this is the Double Masters 2022 Version sitting at five dollars and 16 cents, and it is slowly trending down as well. And this one was sitting at 40 bucks at one point, so and that was back in June, but that was also when it was getting pre released. So, the all time high
0: of the cold snap printing is 72.20. Damn, how the mighty have fallen! <laughs> wow. One so- reprint's just
1: well, it's also a list card, too. Yeah. yeah it's sitting at thirty nine fifty, Which I think
4: I have one from the list, so. There you go. But hey, Matt, if I was looking to pick up some of these cards at, you know, cheap prices or, you know, I'm looking to sell some cards at higher prices so I can get some more of these cheap cards or even get some sealed product at a cheaper price or a more expensive price like me when I'm holding on to some so I know when to sell them.
0: And you can tell your wife that you're doing that specifically.
4: Exactly. Um, Is there some kind of service, some kind of way that I could be notified of these moving prices where I want them, either high or low?
0: It's a very slow process, but you can check in every Monday night on twitch.com at This Week in MTG or listen to the episode Tuesdays in the evening when the y- editing goes out. You know what? That,
4: that is a good point, but you know what? I want to be speedy about this. Oh, oh speedy, speedy. Okay. Speedy, speedy. Is there a faster way than listening to This Week in MTG? Uh,
0: there's a two-step program that I write about called the Get Good Program. But no, in all seriousness...
4: <laughs> Jesus, this- fuck. I was about to say, <laughs> what do I have to throw at your head to fucking go with this here? Damn it. You've check- been doing this for how many weeks? <laughs>
0: I had two weeks where I didn't get to have this fun little banshee. I know. You deprived me. I'm let me sorry. have my I'm Let me sorry. have my fun. I'm sorry. Danny, he sucks the fun out of things sometimes. Well, He doesn't he... like me talking. <laughs> he wants me to shut up all the time. You see this? That face right there. He wants to knock my lights out because I am talking about it. I think he's also <laughs>
4: sitting here going, damn it, Big G's back. Now the two of them won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and this
1: is why we have a half hour exit.
0: <laughs> Go check out our friends over at tcgsniper.com. They are an amazing price tracking website where you enter in cards and you get notified if they move up in price whatever you want in there. You set the desired price, the desired condition, you'll get an email, text, Discord notification. It's really great. Uh and that their their base their base free version of it that you get. You get 5 cards and 5 products that you can enter in on there.
4: 5 cards and 5 products?
0: 5 and, oh, f- and or and ah. or 5 total is what you get. But if you go over there sign up for their free, but mention that the guys over at this weekend MTG sent you, they will give you 3 months free of their plus program, which will get you 50 items to put in there for Ooh. moving up or moving down in price. Ooh. Yeah. I almost got my hand on a two uh, a double masters two box for like 280 bucks because of that. Yeah, nice.
4: Uh, I sn- saw that one pop Dude, up, and I was like, ah, damn it. Dude, the sniping nope.
0: of it is really good. Highly check them out. Say that we sent you. It's worth of shots. Check them out. Uh, TCGSniper.com. Yeah.
4: Well, I think we kind of covered our thought cast <laughs> with the random talk of Disney and drinking and and playing cards and all that shit.
0: Okay. With that, is there is there any like final note you want to put on that, then, to help close that out? Or is is, is all the, the books closed, the pages turned, the zippers zipped, buttons buttoned? I think we're done with it for right now, honestly.
2: Check out the this weekend uh, MTG new TCG card game. <laughs> up. Oh, shit,
4: shit. <laughs> shit, you were supposed to keep that on the down
0: low for another year. Oh,
2: sorry. Damn I, it. Oh my oh, God. sorry, sorry. I, I blew the whistle on that logic. Oh Dead, that Dead. would that would be fun. Well, that'd be a lot of work.
0: You want to give him a hint at the first card that's coming out? Mm,
1: fuck blue. <laughs> <laughs> fuck
0: blue. That's
4: exactly
0: what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's gonna a It's
1: gonna be a red card. But it says
0: fuck
2: blue. It just says fuck it's
1: blue. It's an enchantment where it says all your cards are uncountable. So
2: all blue cards are with us though. And also, this says. has shroud.
1: Have
0: you have you guys ever played like <laughs> exploding kittens? Yep. There's no. a card in there that's nope. It's just it, it just cancels nope. all your stuff. And so whenever uh, if we, if we're gonna have like a fuck blue card, I wanted to be in the manner of nope because a lot of them they're giving the middle finger to whatever you're doing or it's, you got ah. Uh, gnar- but remember, the remember gnar-nope.
4: you can yep a nope with another nope.
0: You can open nope, up under nope.
4: You can open open and make it a yep.
0: Yep. Your yep thing is going through because nopes are nopes. Mm-hmm. Then are nopes, the pope of nope. You can't
1: nope you can't nope a nope because a nope nope's a nope.
0: Maybe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I had to count that there for a second going away. <laughs> make
0: sure it's right. There's no triple on entendre negatives. But you can't
1: nope and nope because a nope, nope's a nope.
0: Can you uh can you pop a nope?
1: No. You, uh, can you boop a nope? No, boop gets noped.
0: You can flip a nope. nope if pope, you can't, no. If, <laughs> no, if the Pope and nope says nope, <laughs> nopes
4: don't nope. Right?
0: <laughs> what? with that magic fuck. I think yeah, we're at the, the end of the. The only thing that's gets past a nope is a nope. Thank you so much for making it to the end of episode 152 of This weekend in MTG. 153. 153 of This Week in MTG. I just had to nope myself.
1: <laughs> well, we got we got the name for the title this week. Yeah,
0: and people got to listen all the way to the end to understand this whole nope oh, situation. Jesus. Yep. If you make it to the end, nope, nope us back. Nope. Nope at us. Um, uh, nope, nope. Maybe. Patrons, thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you so much everybody else who is listening to this. Thank you Dubs, for supporting this by uh, being our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything else you want to... Nope. Nope.
4: Fuck blue.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
0: we'll catch you next time. Magic See folk. ya.
3: Bye. Congratulations. You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice.
0: uh mickey you can leave us the fuck alone now so this is just a quick reminder that
4: (laughs) what'd you say bitch
0: (laughs) fuck (laughs) you oh fuck oh
4: fuck